Hi, welcome to the podcast Sister Social, a space of healing, Yay. where we get to discuss and share our stories and get a little vulnerable. And this week's topic is about diamond and a rut. So we're going to talk a little bit more of what that is, what that felt like for us. But today we have a special guest, my boyfriend, my partner in crime. Hello. Jonathan Cielo. It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Thanks for joining the podcast. Yes, of course. I was very excited to join. When you said you were going to start making podcasting a thing, I was like, okay, is this my moment to shine as well? <laughs> my 15 seconds of glory. More so. than 15 seconds. Haney. <laughs> Haney. Um, yeah, so we met before this and we discussed like topics that we were interested in. And we came to this topic of... Mm -hmm diamond in a rut so um we're gonna actually be using some tools to that i found on this other podcast which totally would recommend listening to shameless pitch well to be magnetic tbm is a great podcast if you're looking more into like developing yourself and they have so many good tools like i use their app every oh, night yeah they have an app it's TBM, amazing. TBH. <laughs> I'm sure they get that all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're looking into like resources, that is an amazing resource because a lot of what they do too, they say is scientifically backed and they have an app. <laughs> I'll say that again. <laughs> they have an app <laughs> that helps you with like journaling prompts and everything. So I love that. Um, one, I love a good prompt. Yeah. So one tool that they have too is like to identify where you're at in your manifestation mm -hmm. stage. And one stage that they identify is in a rut. So what that can look like is you kind of feeling like you're going through the mud you don't know where you're going you can't seem to catch a break and this is based off of the list that they have too mm -hmm. so i'm going to post like all of these resources too so that way you have access to them um when we went through it something that really stood out to me was um engaging in unhealthy habits and checking out from reality slash your emotions and can't seem to break out of negative past cycles mm -hmm. um, We'll definitely talk about that a little bit too, in terms of like negative past cycles and, you know, where we're at now. Yeah. So, I mean, let's start. Like, why did this topic call to you in the first place? Um, I think the biggest thing that called to me was Diamond in the Rut. When you first said that, I was like, oh my gosh, like Diamond in the Rough, but also Rut. Oh my gosh. I identify with both of those things. I won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Um, well, I, also, I feel like a gem, you know? And same with you. I mean, I've told you countless times before, too. Like, you're such a, an amazing person. So I feel that, you know, we're diamonds in the rough. Yeah. I think, too, it, like, makes it feel okay to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where I'm going. Why does this feel so crappy? Why does it feel so hard? What's going on? And I think a lot of times, too, it's because we're we're resisting. And we're, we're constantly go, 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 too. Like, we're just conditioned to be mm -hmm. always moving. 
which is fine, you know, always doing, always succeeding. But what does that even look like too? Um, and something I'm realizing too is that sometimes you have to just slow down and like take a breath and like allow yourself to catch up to the moment because like so often we're stuck in like, again, past cycles or bad habits or even like looking or stressing about the future, like things that you can't control. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think too, I love that because if we're not stopping and taking, creating the space to listen, creating what's going, the space that's big. Yeah. Like prioritizing. We're not listening to what's going on in our body. How are we supposed to know if we're on the right path in the first place? Mm-hmm. Haney? <laughs> Does it feel right in my body? No. Okay. Why am I doing it? Yeah. Cause this girl. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a lot of the times why we may feel like we're in a rut because like we have some of these beliefs too that are telling us we need Mm -hmm. to do it this way. We have to do it this way. Bury that. And it's like, well, why? Why do we even believe that in the first place? So maybe you can talk about like conditioned. Yeah, we've been conditioned. (laughs) We've been taught this through our models. Yeah. And not like Wait, yeah, no. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> Wait, I think you're right. No, Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> okay, so so my first question to you is: yes, What did your rut feel like, or what did it look like? Um. Well, I guess we can attribute it to me always feeling like the black sheep of my family. Um, mainly that was for many reasons, but mainly it was because of my queerness. I didn't really know how to like step into my queerness. I was very, very open about my flamboyancy, like flaming and floating in water, you know? Uh, okay. That's a new one. Um, but because of that, I think it just kind of like, I self labeled myself as a black sheep and I think in addition to the conditioning that was done upon me by others, I was doing it to myself. And that's something that it took me a while to like understand and reflect on. But yeah, I would say that my rut started from me being or feeling like a black sheep and then engaging in pretty vicious cycles and living in extremes. And I think not until recently, I was like, am I in a rut? Like, why do I feel like I have no clarity on where I'm going? Why do I feel like so many things happen to me? Like, is it because I deserve it? Is it because, you know, it's my karma for things I've done? So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. Well, first and foremost, thanks for sharing that. Cause yes, of course. That's very vulnerable of you. <laughs> and yeah, I think. Once you had that like realization and you're able to sit with that, like, how did you respond to it? Acknowledging that that was what you were in or feeling. Um, I think that most of my response to it was, I don't know. I guess I just ignored it for so long. Mm hmm. That when it finally, like, when I responded to it, like, girl, I weeped. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely a feeler. 
And that's another thing too. I was um, going through Instagram. I came across this post and I think this is also something that really kind of catapulted me into like the reflection part of it. But reading about how like the black sheep is typically the most sensitive in the family, the most honest and aware, um, usually called too dramatic or weird or made fun of or mocked of often, mocked at often. Um, someone who felt alone or disconnected growing up. And honestly, I think we've talked about this before, but to an extent, I did feel not isolated, but I did feel pretty alone growing up because I felt like I was so different because I felt like I had to hide a little bit of who I was because I knew it wasn't accepted. Um, also, I think I was very aware of my family's dysfunction. And that's like a whole other topic on generational trauma, Mari. Yes, which also a lot of good resources out there. Mm-hmm. I have a really good podcast yeah. to direct everyone Share the to. link, girl. Linkin oh. Park, Linkin Bio. Girl, I'm going to do it because <laughs> there's so many good resources nowadays that can help us like become awakened to all the stuff that's like going on um, and unlearning all of these traumas. Unlearning is beliefs. a big thing, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I feel like I can relate to that too with feeling like a diamond in a rut too of Mm -hmm. like just feeling out of place, feeling like, you know what, why am I doing this in the first place? Like this doesn't feel right. Um, And I think that's like what has helped me make huge changes and strides because like I feel it in my body and I know I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I just got to take the leap and then when I take the leap, I'm like, wow, that felt so Can freaking I ask a question? good. Yeah. What does it feel like in your body when you feel it in your body? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> like, you mean like knowing when yeah, I need like, to change? What does it feel like? Like, do you feel vibrations? Do you feel cold? Do you feel the shivies? Like, I feel like it's more so just feeling like uninspired. Like, I've always been a person that likes to feel like I'm learning and growing and evolving. And if Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just kind of in the same day-to-day routine, which that's not a bad thing to have a routine. It just, if I'm not feeling challenged in a way of like learning or expanding, that's when I start to feel it. Mm -hmm. And then if it continues to grow into that space, it just, there becomes a point where I, I no longer can sit in it. I'm like, I have to change it. (laughs) I mean, that's like why changing the apartment. Like, Oh, yeah, we do that often. That's something that I'm like, okay, I got to switch where the couch is or I got to switch this because I like the change. Also, it's good feng shui too. I feel like it's always good to like create new pathways, very much like creating new synapses in your brain right like Mm -hmm. by doing something different it allows for just a new flow i feel yeah um well it's also like you releasing yeah exactly (laughs) jinx you owe me a birthday (laughs) a chicken and a pizza some roast beef with chicken and a pizza (laughs) no i mean just this morning (laughs) well yeah i think too like when you make the space yeah then you're inviting newness in your life. And I think it's like creating that, like spring cleaning. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely that. Um, What's the name of that chick from Netflix that like helps you? Oh, I was thinking Marie Marie Laveau, but it's definitely not her. 
No, Marie's um, yeah, where she was like, folded. Here's a box. Put it in your drawers. Say Does thank this you. bring you joy? No, does this bring you joy? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes we be holding yeah. on to stuff so that you have to doesn't. Take an inventory of what. Ooh. Yes, it's all about taking inventory of yourself too. Yeah, your innards. Yeah. And being like, does this fulfill my higher good? Does this serve me? Does this serve me? A hundred percent. That part. Yeah. Do these American apparel? <laughs> Stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> they do serve me. Look, they're called Los Angeles apparel now. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I feel like my next question then would be like, what helped you get through your rut, or what helped you identify like? What were some tools or strategies that helped you? Yeah, that's a really good question because we were just kind of touching on it a little bit. But um, in terms of creating the space, right? I've been journaling, journaling a lot. <laughs> I've been journaling a lot, um, and that also comes with again slowing down and taking the time to completely just disconnect, and then just like focus on reflection. Uh, insert uh, Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco here. <laughs> um, journaling. I definitely think it's journaling. Uh, I think therapy, talk therapy has helped a lot um, mm-hmm. in creating that space. I think Hozak might also have something to do with it as well. But okay. And this is something that I also, I think we kind of spoke about before too, in terms of like the Hozak, not necessarily wanting to use it as a crutch, using it more so as a way for me to supplement that space that I'm creating because it's not actually addressing the root cause. It's more so just treating the symptom at that point, right? So I, the the journaling uh, is definitely something that I think helps me a lot. And then also asking why, why am I feeling this way? Why am I doing this? And then going back again to saying like, does, does this serve a purpose for me? Like, is it something I identify with? Like, do I want to keep doing this or not? Yeah. When you ask yourself why, how does that show up? I cry. (laughs) Ask yourself why and cry. It's the name of my new album. Uh, It'll be releasing. I'm just kidding. Shameless plug. (laughs) Well, yeah, like how, when you ask yourself why, like what, how does that show up? Do you get like images or do you get like flashbacks? You know, recently it's been a lot of really intense dreams. um, Culminating with like me waking up at like, I don't know, 426 in the morning or 129 in the morning. Like these random numbers that I always look up, um, Angel numbers. Angel numbers. And just being like, okay, what does this mean? It's so funny because like these dreams that I have are very indicative of where I'm at in my life right now, you know, without spoiling too much. Um, I've been going through a lot of changes at work, going through a lot of changes in my personal life as well, like with family specifically. And a lot of my like, let's call them visions, like dream visions. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) That's okay. Well, I think too. Well, I think also what you're like saying is those dreams are visual for you to connect what's going on internally. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're using those moments as opportunities to journal and reflect and be like, 
why is this hat like what is this dream what is this trying to tell me yeah exactly so the why shows up in dreams wow uh visions and honestly i think i take a lot of meaning from anytime that a number really sticks out to me like for example when i woke up from a dream that one night it was 429 426 so i looked that up and it had a lot to do with like the significance had a lot to do with um oh gosh i forgot what it was like changes uh taking the time to reflect and take care of mental spiritual and physical health so i thought that was very on the nose way too on the nose i was like okay girl i see you yeah and it's moments like that where it's like it's too it's too close to just be a coincidence you know right you're like is that um that's a signal it's a sign you know it's a validation that's what they call it validation yes okay so that's how your why shows up I feel like my Ys, when I ask them, they what show up. What about your up. Zs? What about your Ks? Girl, I don't even know my alphabet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, however, my Ys, when I connect, and like I usually do that through meditations, and my meditations look different too. It's not just like always me sitting. It's like me taking a bath and meditating in the bath. Well, I guess that is me sitting. <laughs> okay you, it's me sitting like kind of like floating laying. yo yes i love that i love her um yeah so i think too like meditating i create the space and then that's where i connect mm-hmm. and i ask my whys and i actually get like visuals in my head um and sometimes it's like either connecting me to a past where like a past self of me yeah where i like had an instance where maybe a belief came up that told me a certain thing or taught me a certain thing that's stopping me from getting the things that I want Mm -hmm. in this world. Yeah, that's actually very similar to me. I do meditate as well. Not as much as I would like to, but at least I'm meditating. Honestly, we're not adding judgment to it. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So the journaling paired with meditation as well Anytime that I meditate, I do feel like I'm falling into this like deeper, I guess I'm going to call it deeper consciousness where it feels like I'm falling asleep, but still very awake. And like, I'm visually seeing my thoughts come and go like Uber cars and I'm choosing not to get in them. Okay. Energy flows where attention goes. Yeah. I love that. So it's a lot of that too. That's how it shows up for me. Wow, it's your Pisces. You know what? I think about that a lot. I'm like, okay, so for those of you that don't know, although I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this, uh, you've heard me say it probably like a gazillion times, but... She's a payasa raisin. I, I'm dead. <laughs> a paisa. <laughs> I'm actually a paisa rising, a paisa moon, and a Taurus sun. No, I'm legitimately earth surrounded by water, and I love that. Um, so yeah, I feel like Pisces are known for like being very connected to the spiritual and like very attuned. Oh yeah, and in tune, and cartoony. So that's one of the reasons also why I've been really like working on this and watering the grass in regards to that because I really do want to be able to connect with that part of me. Like, mm-hmm. girl, there's some Aztec in me. I know that some of my uh, you know antepasados were like, I don't know. Or some shit. 
So I really want to channel that. Yes, I love that journey for you. And I think that's something I've always seen in you. Having you think some I'm a witch? connection with oh, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a witch. You think I'm a bitch? <laughs> well, you're not that wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the boys all know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of bitch. Anyways. <laughs> Editor, please She's keep keep that in. <laughs> spiraling. <laughs> so do I feel like I'm still in the rut? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually what my next question was. Is do you feel like you're still in it? Do you still feel like you're just getting out of it? What are your feelings? You know, I definitely feel like I'm still in the trenches. And... um. I've been telling myself this lately. It doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm clawing my way out of the rut because old me, past me, self-destructive, self-deprecating me would be like, I'm clawing my way out. This is so difficult. I'm just going to avoid, 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 avoid. I have a very avoidant personality. And again, goes back to being the black sheep and feeling a certain type of way and almost being sheltered in a way. And then when I finally got that freedom of like living by myself out in college I just like went balls to the wall like I had I went from one extreme to living to the next extreme which was just like complete unadulterated freedom you know college no parents like that Mm -hmm. so that was old me vicious cycles vicious vicious habits um constantly being self-deprecating and so now, when I think about me being in a rut and actually like wanting to get myself out of it, I feel like I'm gracefully pirouetting out of the rut. I love that. You know, I'm like a little uh, nematode, like breaststroking through the rivers of life. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. a never ending stream that just like goes with the flow and doesn't try to like go any one direction. You know, yeah, just kind of like let gravity and life and. The current do its thing. And if there's obstacles in my way, like rocks or boulders, like, bitch, it might take a while, but I'm going to, you know, erode the rock. Well, I think, too, what you're touching on and just to, like, reflect similar to what I feel is, like, you're not resisting anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's all about perspective change, too, because if you're telling yourself, oh, I'm clawing my way out of it. Then it's that's what the like universe is kind of present yeah. to you of like, oh, so you said you're crawling. Oh, you claw? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you want oh, a claw? <laughs> oh, you're trying to get a bear claw, but it's not vegan. Grr. <laughs> it's grr. Yeah, so it's all about perspective, though. Like, if you say, you know what, I'm gracefully pirouetting yes, out of this, girl. then that's what the universe is going to be like, okay. Girl, I'm, pop- I'm badussy popping my way out of it. Yes, speak it into existence. Yes, Speak it into existence because also I think that's what I've realized in my journey too is like being able to realize the power that my voice has. And Super. How it, that's why it's called spelling. Yeah. Because oh. you cast words with your voice, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're speaking that into existence. Super. You are writing the script. Even though sometimes it may not feel like that. It's like, okay, why is this Subconsciously too. Yeah, like, why is this coming up in my life? Honestly, sometimes, too, it's like, okay, this happened. This person's no longer in my life. 
This thing is no longer in my life. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Maybe ask, why is this happening for you? Yes, I love that. Because it's, again, about the perspective. And one thing that I truly believe about the Black Sheep um, is that the Black Sheep is typically meant to thrive, right? I And I say that because not, not because they go through so much darkness or so much, like, isolation or so much whatever the heck you want to call it. It's because the Black Sheep usually is the one to break the cycle a lot of the time because they're no longer willing to accept this function. Self-betrayal is the biggest thing, right? It's like self-deprecating. Why am I speaking this into existence? And so they start to take care of themselves, I feel, and their own needs, even if, you know, maybe, maybe they were told growing up that their needs were being met. Mm-hmm. but now that you're older and you're going through all these things and you have all these voices that talk to you a certain way, you're like, where did these voices come from? And then you're like, oh yeah, there's this one time when I was a kid when this was done to me or this was said to me and I took it as my own because that's what I learned. Yeah, I was conditioned to mm-hmm. believe uh, as myself, believe of myself as a certain way. Yeah, and I think, too, that's where journaling is really helpful because then these realizations that you have, you can write it down, and that's just, like, the first step of releasing that and being like, oh, this is where I learned this belief. Okay, what am I replacing this old belief with now? Like, what am I going to Gracefully pirouetting. There you go. Come on, gracefully pirouetting. That's actually my band's name. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is this the band that's releasing the new album? Yes. Uh, please welcome to the stage. Gracefully pirouetting. Gracefully pirouetting. <laughs> well, yeah. I love that. And I feel like one thing that I love about you, too, is like, you just do it so fast, too. Like, you're like, oh, healing. Okay. Making space. Got it. When I commit, I commit. See, the thing about me is... <laughs> if I don't do it, and if I don't do it right away, and if I don't do it with vigor, girl, that should be your number one indicator that it's not a priority. I, Friends, family, I love you all. You're all priorities at some point or another. <laughs> but, you know, I just discovered today that my human design yeah. is a manifester. And manifestors are in this consistent cycle of, like, bursts of energy. Uh, and then moments of recharge and recovery um, and isolation. So I just want to let y'all know, you included, because I love you so much. Like, I sometimes need the space and, you know, I'm just a baby. <laughs> yeah, I think, though, that... But I will be coming back with a vicar. Well, I think, too, that's, like, being able to recognize okay this these are my needs mm-hmm. you're able to then like express what your needs right. are and that was what i was gonna say too sorry not to cut you off i'm gonna cut you off um the whole point of me saying what my human design was is that my strategy for being aligned with my purpose right because if we're talking about meeting this resistance and this and that it's because you're not choosing things or allowing yourself to like be guided by what feels right in your body. So Mm -hmm. my purpose I've understood now is to inform people, not informed consent, Ah. but actually inform like, you know, these are my intentions. This is what I plan on doing. Not because I want to ask for permission, but because 
it's important for me and my human design to be able to let others know like this is my cycle this is what i do this is how i am this is how i work most effectively Mm -hmm. either you're ready or not hunger yeah so to your point yeah i when i when i when i genuinely want something for myself i'm like okay Mm -hmm. journaling let's do it making space let's do it being creative let's fucking go that's awesome and i think to to like side note um, human design is uh, mm-hmm. a tool that kind of uses your birthday and where you're born, similar to like if you're your doing your your birth chart, but it's a different platform where they basically break down um, different categories that gives you more in-depth detail about like if you're a specific manifester or where your energy source is. It it's really cool and a useful tool to learn more about yourself. And I mean, you did it I this morning. It, yeah, and now I'm like <laughs> speaking ill facts about it. Well, look at her. You like did it this morning. And you're like, wait, why is this actually yeah, me? <laughs> it, like everything that it, it was explaining, I was like, wait, this actually sounds a lot like my life. Yeah. So I feel like that's another tool to too. The team. And like my effects on people. I've been telling myself a lot. One of my mantras and affirmations is, I guess it's not really an affirmation. I guess it is kind of an affirmation, but my actions have consequences, number one, mm-hmm. which is something that I never really took to heart. Number two, my actions have consequences that affect other people. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've had in January alone. Like, it feels like it's been a whole year. Yeah. What a day this year has been. What a year this day has been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think too, that's like also consequences doesn't always need to be a bad thing. Like a consequence too can be something that's benefiting you too. Like that could also affect other people in a positive way. Well, yeah, like you journaling and making the space that could have a positive consequence on your life. It doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Mm -hmm. So I really love that affirmation. And thanks for sharing. Yeah. I feel like some of my affirmations are like, you deserve to be seen. Yes, girl. You're a light in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. I know that's uh, right. I know that's right. <laughs> um, and take the leap of faith, honey. I feel like that's been the big one because honestly, I've been feeling like I'm a diamond in a rut. Like mm. I have all of these things. You do. I feel like I'm Rapunzel hidden in the tower you holding all these talents. And Charisma. now. Uniqueness. Oh, my no. God. What do they have in common? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. scientist. (laughs) Well, yeah, I just feel like that's kind of the energy I'm in. I'm like, I'm no longer going to play it small. Yeah, Uh, I love that. Because I feel like this next question I wanted to ask was like, what are some of your beliefs that you're taking out? And what are Mm. some beliefs that you're replacing them with? Yeah, fantastic question, Bubble. Um, so again, going back to the black sheep thing, right? Like always being seen as the most sensitive, uh, the most dramatic, blah, blah, blah. One of the old beliefs is feeling that my sensitivities and like me being a sensitive cat, it was like a bad thing. And so now it's really about embracing the emotions and like allowing myself to feel because those feelings are valid. Um, and previously, I put a lot of shame, and I feel like a lot of people do, which is so sad. 
Um, but I placed a lot of shame on feeling these emotions like girl, you know? Yeah. Well, I think also like it doesn't have to be perceived to as a bad thing. Like there is a reason why you, you knew that or you did that. And now that you are able to identify like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is something that I used to believe in. And, like, I'm not going to add any judgment to it, but now I get to choose a different narrative, which I think is powerful. Like. Yeah, super. Um, also, for me, it's about embracing my authentic self because I remember, I mean, there's videotapes out there. Mom, <laughs> Diaz, like, I need to see cousins, that. girls. If I ever get famous, please <laughs> actually do because, like, you know, it'll just further my success girl i think that's gonna make you say (laughs) (laughs) i i just remember feeling so jubilant you know and feeling just so oh gosh vivacious dare i say and then at a certain point i guess it was like maybe junior high maybe even high school um it just i completely shut that part off of me and i did my best to conceal it you know Mm-hmm. Um, I was still very unapologetically myself, of course, but I toned it down a bit just yeah. to make sure that I wouldn't be called the black sheep, you know? And now for me, I'm learning to just really embrace my queerness and like really embrace it because it's one thing to like do it. It's not, it's another thing to do it and love yourself for it. Yeah. Okay. I have a question then. I have an answer. Because then... With you saying that, like, what does your most authentic self look like? What is your most authentic self doing? Like, have you asked yourself that question? I mean, you see it all the time. And yes, I have. Absolutely. I have always been like a cosplayer extraordinaire, but not a cosplayer of like characters, a cosplayer of my feelings. What am I feeling today? What music am I listening to? And how's it making me feel? And... How am I going to show that to the world based off of what I'm wearing? That's always been my thing. It's been my gig since day one. It will continue to be my gig. I remember going to thrift stores and like, girl. Yeah, I, I actually love me. that. Like dressing up and matching what you're feeling too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That was always my beautiful. sort of outlet. And um, anyone in my family and a lot of my friends from high school can like confirm this. But I was very, again egregious with, with okay sat word <laughs> come on sat come on 1700 on my sats okay uh slightly above average if not right at the uh average mark um okay. but yeah i just i had a lot of fun with it and so yeah now i just really want to um speak to that younger self in me and be like hey you know you don't have to hide this is your moment. Take it. Yeah. Honestly, that's a huge thing. Like, that's something, too, that I'm replacing my old beliefs with, which is, like, you have this moment. It's now. It's go time. Mm-hmm. It's right now. It's not tomorrow. It's not in a few months, because I feel like that was something I also did, was, like, put a timeline on happiness. Like, oh, once I get this degree or once I finish this program, like, then I'm going to be happy. 
And it was just like a never ending cycle of like me delaying happiness. Mm-hmm. And then we're like looking to reach happiness, which in and of itself, it's like you're basically saying, I don't have it in this moment because I still need to get to it. But it should not be like that. It's just like chasing something yeah. that you like in the Trolls movie. She is like, happiness is within within mm-hmm. you. It's oh, not something that. that you have to chase. Like, it's you don't just have you to eat a troll. <laughs> Girl, you are a troll. Girl, <laughs> I am Queen Poppy. Okay. <laughs> what? What's her name? The uh not Queen Poppy, but <laughs> AJ. AJ. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm AJ. Yes. Well, and I'll tell you why I'm AJ. Okay. Because us. I feel like journaling and like therapy and like replacing bad habits with new ones are my trolls. They're my wig. They're your wig. Yeah. If you've if you've seen trolls, you'll totally get it. AJ. <laughs> I mean, I've oh oh my gosh, the first trolls movie. Yeah, that's what you're referring to. I've watched all three. <laughs> oh my god, I know we both have. <laughs> <laughs> send help <laughs> yeah so i think that's definitely what i'm feeling now is like i feel i learned that i can choose happiness right now and yeah. i love like supporting other people on these journeys too of like healing and being like really you shows. can do this too like this is accessible to you it's not something uh, Cause I used to have that belief too. Like, why does that person get to have everything? Like, uh, it also, yeah. Not even I can have it. Not even have it. I have it. I have it right now. It's just acknowledging what you have because not bitch. Then you're not chasing. That's right. You're not chasing. You're acknowledging. I have it already. So you're not chasing. You're attracting. And attractive. Ew. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm blushing. You can't see. Also, I'm really, really putting the intention of like us having a little photo shoot. Yeah. Like I, having oh, that I would as love that. One of the episode like covers because yeah. that's like a way to I really like I think another thing with this podcast, like Posting the first episode mm-hmm. was so freaking scary for me. Yeah, I can totally I imagine. I was so scared. I was like, I had thoughts, and these are some yeah, of the beliefs that are, came up. That was exactly what I was going to ask. Oh, my God. You read my mind. Oh, my God. Are we both podcasters? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Are you my boyfriend? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I think, though, a belief that was like, how am I going to be perceived? Oh, my gosh. What are people going to say? And I was like, I had another thought, which was... And <laughs> yes, um, and <laughs> oh my gosh, with your chest. <laughs> and look, it's called Sister Social. I think our audience will understand. Honestly, it's just the Sister Social. Oh, Sister Social seven Girl, seven seven. Why did I pick the? It's so the good. S's. I love how we came up with it too. We were in the bathtub. It was actually the first time that we were just like messing around with the mics and recording on our phones too with the mics yeah and well, we just came up with the name right no no this it was, was mark. mark yeah this was we mark. need to get her on the podcast girl she's yeah hey, i invited mark, her you probably already recorded but i invited her we're gonna have our moment to it's already happening love that it's happened see it's no, already set in motion um yeah so 
my beliefs, though, just, like, totally replacing them and being like, honey, like, I deserve to try this and do this and see where this goes. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no expectation or outcome. If it's good, amazing. If nothing comes of it, okay, I still had a good time. Like, I'm creating these moments with people that I love, and I'm sharing this with people, too, that are so supportive, like, the first episode that I posted, like, everyone's comments, everyone's follows, everyone's suggestions, too. Like, I had people reaching out and be like, oh, like, this would be great to do this, too. I'm like, I love that. I'm so grateful of the people that are in my universe. Very, very blessed. And it's because you receive what you put out. Mm-hmm. Because you are light. Yeah, I think, though, it's like, being open to receiving the gifts from the universe too is like a huge one because I I would always be like, Oh, thank you. But like, you're amazing. You know, like feeling like I have to give it back Mm -hmm. and it's okay to just receive and be like, thank you. And know that there's a time in the future when you need that support. I, you know, this is circulating the energy. That part. Yes. So that's just the vibrations I'm in right now. Feel the vibrations. So no longer a diamond in the rut. Now we're just a diamond in the sky. Well, I mean, we've always been diamonds, you know? That's why diamond in the rut. Just because you're in a rut, you're still a diamond. Yeah, acknowledge Acknowledge that you're the diamond. Now you're choosing a different path. Yes, different and perspective. If you want to be, would you say in the sky? You could be in the sky. Yeah, if you want to be diamonds in the Rihanna video, girl, be girl, the diamonds. That too. <laughs> girl. Yeah, so I think be patient. Don't have judgment on your path. Lead with compassion mm-hmm. too, because toward yourself, especially. Yeah, just because you've been living a life that you're like, why the hell am I doing this? Honestly, it could change so fast. It's just all up to you to make that choice of like, all right, I'm pivoting. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's also the beauty of life to be like, I never expected this to come out of this. But damn, did the universe give me the diamonds? Super. And that's also true with like you being like, oh, I, I, not you in particular, but like if someone has this like goal and they're like, oh, I want to be doing this, but I'm currently at a nine to five. It's like you're not really telling the universe that you're positioned for it if you continue working the nine to five. Mm hmm. In order to set it in motion and for the universe to be like, you know what, girl, you're ready. You have to let go of those things that don't serve you. Yeah. Well, I think, too, in the first episode, I talked about, like, creating a visual of, like, characters or people that... Integrity values. Yes. I'm learning also with that To Be Magnetic um, podcast and the prompts that they give for the journaling. They talk about expanders in your life. So these are, like, people that you see and you're like wow like i I love them i'm obsessed with them i want that and it's like so validating to start to acknowledge that you can have that just in your own different way 
with your own different spin to it. You are that. Do you want to know who mine is? Okay. Omar Let me Oh, girl. I That's knew like this. the biggest one. Mr. M- Mrs. Omar Apollo. Well, I wouldn't say the biggest, but definitely up there. I also, I think uh, an expander for me is also Trixie Mattel. Trixie Mattel. Because, like, the savvy. Oof. Yeah, the wit. The wit. The, well, right? The So, yes, the wit and also, like, how business savvy she is. She's like a new age RuPaul. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, which ones are yours? My expanders. I feel like... Hmm... I feel like they're more of like the people that are in my immediate space. Like, uh, I, oh my gosh, I'm nervous to say their names. If you don't want to say names, you don't have to. I'm scared. Describe them. Well, I think one of my expanders is like this really popular roller skater in the roller skating community where they like do like cool dance moves and they record themselves and then they get on like music videos and I just love that. Like, I'm like, I can do that too, you yeah, know? Super. And so I think that's one intention that I'm setting is to like really dedicate time and energy to roller skating. Cause mm-hmm. first of all, roller skating is an exercise. It's hard. Oh my gosh, your legs. It's really hard. Wow. And it's a fun time too once you start to connect with your body too. Hey everybody, this is a little break from the podcast. How are you feeling? What's coming up for you? What did you really love about this podcast so far? Well, if you're wanting to share all that information with me, please, please leave a review and some stars just to let me know what your thoughts are and to let me know too, like what you're loving so far. Um, What are you connecting with? I want to know your feedback and I would really appreciate it. Also, thank you again for taking the time to listen to the podcast, taking the time, and I really appreciate you and all your support. Now let's get back to the podcast. I want to give a shout out. Yeah, I would like to give a shout out to our dear friend, Natalie Reyna, who also has a podcast titled What Moves Us. You can find it on Spotify as well. Um, and what I love about it is that she has this approach to movement where because you're so aware of your body and in your body and paying attention to it and how it's moving, like that serves as a type of meditation, as a type of therapy, as a type of connection with self, you know? So I really love that you're focusing on roller skating more to Mm -hmm. be able to like connect with self. Yeah. Well, also, she's another one of my expanders because she started the podcast, her own podcast. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I know her. I can do that, too. And she has been such a great resource to help me get this launch. So, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you not. Yeah, you're amazing. And yeah, that was one of my expanders. Have you been reading my journal? (laughs) no (laughs) like every day (laughs) oh my gosh um so i think then like 
we're kind of talking like leading into this next question that I have, which we are talking about expanders. So like, what are some current things that you're calling in or like manifestations? Like, what are your deepest desires? Yeah, one of my colleagues at work actually gave me a gratitude journal. And it's like a daily entry thing where there's a couple of sections, um, one of which is daily affirmations. And my daily affirmations paired with, um, there's a section that says, what would make today great? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've actually like ha- I have a couple of examples of me jotting something down in the morning and being like, okay, this is what I'm manifesting. This is my affirmation. And then throughout the day, these things happen to me that actually resonate with what I wrote down that morning. And then at night when I review it and I complete the night portion of the entry. Yeah. It's cool to see like, oh my God, I set this intention today and I did it without even realizing it. Like I don't go through my day being like, hmm. I wrote this on my journal today. I'm going to get it done. It just happens. Like it's a natural consequence of my intention setting. Come on, good consequences. Yeah, see? Uh, amazing. Um, so the biggest thing for me right now is actually taking a break from drinking alcohol. Um, and I'm, I think I mentioned this to you a few days ago, but it's I've been drinking basically since I was 18. Again, going from one extreme to the other being very sheltered, not going out much at night, just going to school, Mm -hmm. doing my extracurriculars, you know, whatever the case was. And then to going to college and just going for it, you know, doing the damn thing. And I forgot what I was saying. Well, we were talking about manifestations. alcohol, drinking. So I went balls to the wall. And it's been 12 years since. I started doing it and I've never stopped. Like I've had no breaks. Yeah. I think the longest I've ever gone is two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so when I sit and think about that and I'm like, is this serving me? Like what, what am I getting from it? Yeah. So a a manifestation for me now is not feeling like I need to rely on substances or alcohol to, be a certain way or fulfill a certain need yeah even because i can have the skills i'm developing the skills i have the skills are within me okay look at her one podcast she's a change woman (laughs) um yeah Mm. that's one of my manifestations also i really want to get into like the fashion gig i feel like that's always been my big love and i want to incorporate that somehow with honestly even like my gaming gig yeah like i'm a fighting game quine come on quine you know so like that's you are so, so yeah so that's what i'm manifesting as well okay come uh, on intentions yeah come on in- nintendo nope that was oh, good oh okay come on nintendo <laughs> Editor. Editor. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, I love those manifestations and I'm so happy to hear that because yes, everything that you've mentioned, I've seen those things for you too. However, I'm like, well, I can't tell him. (laughs) I know. And you've done such a great job of like, what's that thing in ABV called where you like 
make things physically accessible so that you do them more make them physically accessible yeah we're like putting a guitar in the living room so you can play it oh putting pictures on i don't know a fridge and writing yeah it's a stimulus prompt well some of it is like if you're putting the guitar that's a stimulus prompt but if you're writing like a note that's telling you do this that's a response prompt so the stimulus you've been really good at that with me like getting the sewing machine for my my birthday right yes either birthday or anniversary oh i think it was anniversary yeah um and going on that shopping spree to get the fabric and stuff like you've been really good about that but like i mentioned at the beginning too of the podcast like if i'm not if you don't see me actively engaging in it it's just not yeah plucking at my you know it's also like part of motive too like i think that's part of sometimes like things that we're calling in sometimes it takes time like we got the sewing machine I think during the pandemic, yeah, you know, even and the roller skates too, we got during the pandemic and we didn't really roller skate until I think it's almost, ago? yeah, Girl. it's crazy that it's been two years. First of all, it feels like it's been longer. It feels like it's been less time. I feel like it's me. been longer. I think it's because totally valid. I understand that you're saying that it feels like, <laughs> okay, but I don't agree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not as being toxic on the pod. <laughs> Not as being toxic. <laughs> well, what were you going to say anyways? Oh yeah. Fashion. Fashion. Design. Design. Oh, the sewing machine. Yeah. yeah it took us time to like get those items. And now we're like, implementing them and now we're like you know what i have the space and i'm worth the effort to make time and space for this because i think sometimes too i mean that's something i used to tell myself like i don't have time for it it's like no i'm not prioritizing it as something that i desire or i want to dedicate time towards yeah and that's where some of those beliefs come in or that we can't yeah hey if you're out there yes you can yes you can that's going to be one of the quotes that i post yes you can well i think to start like wrapping this up i do really want to say thank you so much for joining the podcast sharing what you are going through because it's also beautiful to experience like all the healing that you're going through and you make it look so easy too come on affirmations yes why do i make it look so easy why is it so easy for me to live my most authentic self yeah oh i think it's also because i'm going into a new decade Mm -hmm. that's a that's a huge part of it as well because i'm just i'm going through changes you know yeah it's a new decade and i really want my new decade is going to be fucking fantastic i can already feel it it's already fantastic look at what it's done so far you know it's true oh my gosh she's gonna start crying her pisces is showing in the (laughs) i mean i am from chuntana so okay shout out to all the chuntanos the hey. chuntaneros on 4th street 
What's up, girls? What's up, girls? <laughs> well, I appreciate you and thank you again. You. Um, and I look forward to the next time that yeah. we get to do this together. That was busted. <laughs> oh, I do have one last question before we end the podcast. What? Will you be my Valentine? Oh, thank you. As I give him a uh, little drink. <laughs> yes, I'll be a Valentine. Yes. Um. Well, I love you and thank you so much. I hope y'all have a beautiful and blessed day. And thank you again for supporting this podcast and taking the time to listen. I hope you have been able to take anything that resonates with you and leave the rest that doesn't. Because this episode found you in divine timing, honey. Well, y'all have a beautiful day. You ain't gonna love yourself. How the hell are you oh gonna love Oh my god. <laughs> get a gay man up there. <laughs> <laughs> she got two of them. Love you. Bye. Bye.